We I have some corrections. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We're gonna we're gonna always have corrections. That's true. I feel like <laughs> remember when we talked about nine eleven movies? Yeah. And I thought that that uh, was incredibly loud. Yeah. And extremely close. Yeah. I thought that was a Nicholas Sparks movie. Right. There is a Nicholas Sparks 9-11 movie. Okay. And it's called Dear John. Okay. Is that the one that you were thinking of with the twist? No, but I found out what that one is. Okay. <laughs> it's called Remember Me with okay. Robert Patton. Okay. Sin? Pa- Pattinson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do that all the time. It's very Valerie Cherish. I do. <laughs> but there's, there's so many... Movies about 9-11. I know. I saw this big Wikipedia thing. Should we like week. get become experts? 9-11 movie club? I don't know. Every time we try to become experts, we fail. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm noted fashion photographer Nigel Barker. Welcome to Pot Psychology. Now here are your hosts, Tracy Egan Morrissey and Rich Jizwiak. Enjoy the show. Did we, the two of us or as a culture, ever figure out what the sweetest taboo is? What do you think it is? What what are you talking about? You know, the sweetest taboo. What is that? The song. What's that? The Sade song. Oh. How does it go? You give me the sweetest taboo. Give me. (laughs) (laughs) If I tell you. Uh, If I tell you how I feel. What are the lyrics? You don't know the song? You're giving me... You don't know the sweetest taboo? No, if I do. If I tell you, if I tell you now, will you keep on, will you keep on loving me? If I tell you, if I tell you how I feel, will you keep bringing out the best in me? You give me, you give me the sweetest taboo. You give me, you're giving me the sweetest taboo. Too good for me. There's a quiet storm. <laughs> so... He's giving her the taboo. Right. Can you give someone a taboo? And you can, anything can be a taboo. So yes. All, all, all it takes to be a taboo is to be not talked about. To be not talked about. Yeah. Hmm. Something that's like unmentionable. I mean, what do you give someone that's unmentionable? Well, strap like, on. Y- maybe, but I don't know. But it's got to be sweet. I, I was thinking for years that Could it was sweet. anal. You think it was anal. Yeah. You're giving me anal. <laughs> she's giving him anal why is she giving him anal because it's her butt well it depends on how you look at it <laughs> like you give me your penis that co- uh, completes the act of anal sex you've given me but she's she's getting dick but the dick makes it anal the butt no, makes the it anal butt too makes it anal but you could but <laughs> it depends on your perspective what no you can't you can have anal without a dick you can't have well anal okay. without a butt if you think of it like this, you're giving me your dick in my ass. Okay. It could work, you know, but th- but I don't think it's sweet. No, it's not sweet. Right. It's a lot of things. <laughs> sweet isn't one of them. Not sweet. It's more tangy. <laughs> <laughs> so could it be, you know, cunnilingus? No. Is that a taboo? I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. But it, it was, it was 1985. Was it? I mean, movies like this millennium were rated X because of the depiction of oral sex, you know, women, oral sex on women. Okay. I guess that was a taboo. I guess it's oral sex. You think it's oral sex? I don't think so. so. I think it's something else. What do you think? Mm, I don't know. You think it's like really kinky? Yes. 
Did you always? I do. I didn't think about it until right now. You've never thought about this song and what it might mean. No. Do you like Sade? Not really. It's a little I, sleepy for me. It's definitely sleepy. I, you know, I, I know people love Sade, and it's like, you know, no one wants to say anything bad. I don't have anything bad to say about it, but it's just never moved me. I, I like Sade a lot, but um, not everything, but a lot of stuff. Definitely the hits, like every single, every single thing on the greatest hits. I love you like every ordinary song. love. I can't stand I that. I love song. no ordinary love. Ugh. That's like one of my favorites because it's all because that's when they were like going into loops. So that album, it's not trip hop, but it's like Shuddy's trip hop album, you know, mm-hmm. insofar as anything is. All I can think about is Robert Redford and Demi Moore. Yeah, <laughs> that you know, indecent proposal is straight people problems. Straight people problems? Yes. That's okay. what that movie, like hashtag straight people problems, because I don't think any gay couple would have a problem, you know, f- mo- a lot of gay couples yeah. would, would have a problem fucking, let alone for a million dollars. I mean, that like whole thing just tears them apart. Do you think lesbians would? I think uh, lesbians know? would. Some I, lesbians would have I, a problem. Some lesbians would have a problem and some pe- lesbians, I bet more lesbian couples would not have a problem than straight. I think that they would, but watching someone get fucked by a guy? A million dollars. I don't think you, he had to watch. He said, he I'll give you a million oh, oh, dollars right. if he I can fuck your wife yeah, once. Yeah. Okay. But I, I don't think a lesbian couple would want a guy to fuck. I don't I don't think they'd want to fuck a guy. Oh, oh, we're talking about, I thought you meant like whatever the configuration was. Oh, I was, was just thinking would, about Robert Redford. Carry over. Okay. Um, sure. But I think Robert Redford now or then? Mm, either well it's i mean specific is it i to me he always seemed old because he was always much older than us so to me he's just always seemed he's always been the same distance away from me you know yes but i mean but i think like you know i i think the main thing about that movie and i haven't watched in a while the last time i watched it i was so bored i thought it was so boring isn't the fact i mean robert redford is merely sort of like he actually kind of sweetens the deal. Maybe he's the sweetest taboo. <laughs> maybe getting paid maybe getting paid a million dollars for sex is the sweetest taboo. That sounds about right. Sweet. <laughs> um but anyway, uh I, I think the moral dilemma is like can, can your partner have sex with somebody else and your relationship come unscathed whereas like like Robert Redford is not part and parcel of the deal. It's more okay. of like a moral quandary. Okay. Remember what Demi Moore said about Adrian Lin in her book? No. Which one was Adrian Lin? Oh, the director. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what did he say? What did she say? He was like super gross with her about the sex scenes and oh, like cheering right. her on and being like, I, my Studying dick is hard intently. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But then she was like, but I have to hand it to him. He got a good performance. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, mm, that's what not worth an abused it. person response to that is. Yeah. She was abused. But I don't know. Isn't she kind of sober about it in her book? About what? Being abused? Yeah, but, you know, there's like, there's things that will like linger and affect Mm. other, you know, aspects and relationships and your responses. But it didn't, you know, that doesn't have to be traumatic just because just something that would cause trauma in somebody else doesn't mean you necessarily have to have trauma as a result of it. You know what I mean? So in a certain way. She was abused when she was younger. No, I know. But I'm just saying if she can look back on that experience that was objectively shitty but it actually didn't traumatize her like was it abuse you know i feel like it kind of there's a little bit of a yeah i think so in certain margins i think there's a little bit of a tree falling in a forest sort of scenario know, but also he's uh 
but he's not doing that in a vacuum either. No, he shouldn't be doing that. There's also people, all these other people around watching it. And it's like, Oh, but also like a culture and an atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. And I think like to a certain degree, like the reason to kind of report people or call people on their shit is to hopefully help it not happen again or, you know, whatever. Regardless, I'm just saying like, maybe she'll never come to terms with that. Maybe she doesn't need to, maybe it wasn't technically abuse to her. And if it's not abuse to you, theoretically without any trauma then it wasn't abuse yeah you know what i mean or maybe it was abuse but like it it doesn't but he's still alive right i think so so maybe she's worked in a while maybe she didn't want to talk shit about him because he's still alive i mean janice dickinson in her book she had to completely change what she said about bill cosby because her the publisher made her really which which book was that no lifeguard on duty i didn't know that wrote about she basically wrote about him because I remember when all the Bill Cosby stuff you know after Hannibal Burris like brought it up and it started like percolating and you know all these women started to come out I was like oh I remember that passage from No Lifeguard on Duty and she basically talked about this like really creepy encounter she had with Bill Cosby he asked her out on a date they were like in Reno or maybe Las Vegas or something and he like was trying to like force himself into coming to her room and she said no and blah 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 and um I think I published that passage then later that week she came out and was like no he raped me they made me change it in my book wow. blah, blah blah yeah um and then she, you know she was at like the trial oh, right yeah, it was like no, screaming and laughing yes. and stuff yeah um yeah no he raped her and i didn't realize that she said it that early so i'm saying like maybe demi Moore just was like it's very possible that she had written a me too moment and then maybe like you know the publisher was like you yeah, know maybe you want to think about or like the lawyers at the publishing company or like maybe you want to think about it well then it would follow that she'd probably be less descriptive about how creepy he was because she talks i mean it's like it i mean i listened to it's probably at least five minutes that she talks about the sex scenes with adrian lynn specifically she goes on and on and on so that that means it was like it it was a lasting impression in some way Mm, that's true because there's a lot of stuff she doesn't talk about yeah i really thought you know what i thought what i wanted nothing but trouble it's yeah Totally yeah. nothing. I actually lo- like really liked that movie when it came out because right. it was on a lot on HBO. And also the Digital Underground song "Sing yes. Song" yes. is from it, which yeah. is a great Tupac song. Tupac is in the right. movie. Yeah, they're, what, they're, at a, they're at a drive-in. No, they're at, they're in court. Like they come to like really? traffic court or something, oh. Oh. right? They like because they're the guy is like a judge, isn't that what it is? And they're like they they run like all of the law and order in the town. It's like the cop and the judge and are the same family. No, it's Dan Aykroyd. No, they're just like, it's just like Dan. But there's like a ghost thing, isn't there? Isn't it supernatural? Mm, There's like, they're like somewhat magical, but they're mostly just weird, ugly people. (laughs) It's like Dan Aykroyd and weird. See why I didn't do so well. I had a drive in in this video. Look. Oh, it's that's a video. That's not the movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about the movie. Yeah, no, I know they're not. I know the movie doesn't take place at a drive in. Well, but I did think that they were particularly, I mean, kind of magical is a really weird look for a character, like a little bit magical. Yeah. I thought they were, I thought it was a straight up haunted house. No, it was like a creepy house. It was like a freak house. I think they murdered people. Chevy Chase and Demi Moore stars yuppies who are taken to court for speeding in the bizarre, financially bankrupt small town of Valkenvania. Dan Aykroyd co-stars as the town's 106-year-old judge. Alvin Valkenheiser, who holds a personal grudge against financers, and John Candy has a supporting role as Valkenheiser's grandson. 
they killed the people. They would like pull people over for speeding or whatever, and then they would kill them and then maybe eat them. And were they a little bit magical? They must have been. I mean, he was 106 years old. I think, I Did think he float? Dan Aykroyd wore a dick nose. Yes. A prosthetic nose that was a dick. There are troll-like creatures, it says in it. By the names of Bobo, played by Aykroyd. Oh, they're like they're like the twins. They're like it's they're like the product of incest, maybe. Yeah, it's just them in like weird prosthetics and fat suits. Oh, and all then the time. digital underground are in the movie. Yeah, they're in the movie. They come to court, and then they have to like play. And Tupac is in the movie. Wow. And yet it was a notorious flop. Something to think about. Have you speaking of like old things? Did you? follow it all when donald trump was retweeting randy quaid all day i i didn't i i knew that was happening but i think i actually didn't see what was being said randy quaid is like seems mentally ill remember he he was on the lamb he fled the country and went to canada and then he got extradited and canada was like we don't want you yeah and they kicked him out and this and i i believe right before that he had like released his own sex tape Yes. Like it was like legitimately a sex tape. I mean, it was basically OnlyFans for free before OnlyFans. Yes. His wife's vagina. I saw it. I yeah. saw it. I mean, I watched it. And that was, I think that was days before this, this, this chase. Right. Or was yeah, that? You no, know, it was like while they were on the run, they were like. While they were on the run, they released, they released the this, sex yeah. tape. And he yes. was like wearing a head wrap and he was like pretending he was in the Taliban, I think. Right. Because he's also real racist. We've, right. We've learned. Yes. I, if I were Dennis Quaid, I'd be so embarrassed. Totally. Are they brothers? They're brothers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Trump retweeted this video of Randy Quaid, who, you know, if you don't know, for the listeners, is Cousin Eddie from... <laughs> National Lampoon's Vacation Series. Yeah. Yes. He retweeted a bunch of them. They're all weird. They're all weird. This one, but this one's scary. Okay. Fox News daytime ratings have completely collapsed. Weekend daytime, even worse. Very sad to watch this happen. But they forgot the one. Whoa. Ah. They forgot what made them successful. What got them there? They forgot the golden goose. <laughs> the only difference between the 2016 election and 2020 is Fox News. <laughs> well, and, and Donald Trump retweeted that. Yeah. In a string of tweets from Randy Quaid. He loved it. He loved it. I it's like Charles Manson. Yes. It's the only thing it's missing. So it's like it's, real like so it's a, a bunch of, well, he did that a little, a little bit, but, little but like bit. but uh, you know, Manson <laughs> would just like start like freestyling yeah, basically. Was, <laughs> <laughs> uh but all right, so the the video is of Randy Quaid's just his face and his beard with flashing, changing colored lights. Yeah, very methy. Real actually meth lights. Ominous. Yeah. Devilish. Here's what I'll say. He does have charisma. A lot of times you see people like you see people like trying that and they just can't stick the landing. 
he can stick the landing. He's like an orator. It's nonsense. And it's actually really scary because it makes me feel like people are really starting to kind of lose their grip with reality in a really pronounced way on a pretty big platform. Yes. It's just the whole, I can't, I can't believe that the whole election fraud thing is still happening. I can't believe that Giuliani is like, I mean, he was on Newsmax. I looked at Trump's Twitter today. He was on Newsmax. Yeah. They won't engage with any mainstream media at all. Like any, and Fox News now counts as mainstream media. They, no, they hate Fox News now. I know. Because Fox called the election. Yeah. It's ridiculous how it's like us against them. And people believe it. And Giuliani like sweating. That and, was just uh, like. Wiping his boogers all over his face. I mean. What the hell? Stammering, you know, like the shiftiest possible behavior. Talking about my cousin Vinny? <laughs> My favorite law movie. Is that is that your favorite law movie? Law movie. That's what he said. He said my favorite law law movie. movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like a few good men better than. I was gonna. I was gonna. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think I do like my cousin Vinny. It is my favorite law movie. I like my cousin Vinny a lot. I mean, I love the Marissa Tomei didn't win her Oscar thing. Yeah. I mean, that's just it gave birth to a classic moment. By the way, she totally deserved it. Do you know who she was nominated against? Yeah, I did a whole thing. Oh my god. The the category like it's it's just so funny to me that like back in the day there was this totally askew, totally askew vision of what an Oscar winning performance should look like. Okay, listen to this. Uh, what year is it? Ninety two. Okay. I, I will give you this. Judy Davis in Husbands and Wives definitely should well not over Marissa Tomei, but that was good. Joan Plowright for Enchanted April. Who cares? Who watches it? Vanessa Redgrave for Howard's End. Mm. Miranda Richardson for Damage. What? Judy Davis in Husbands and Wives. I mean, she is really brilliant in that movie. Um, And then Marissa Tomei won it. What were we talking about before that? Giuliani and all like the people on a mass scale. Oh, my cousin cousin Vinny. Vinny. Oh, favorite law movies. Right. Yeah, that is my 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 favorite law movie. What else do I like? What else is a good law movie? There's uh, The Accused, which is yeah. not so feel good. There's Kramer versus Kramer. Uh, Aaron Brockovich counts, right? Aaron Brockovich is a good law movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's Legally Blonde. Legal Eagles. Legal Eagles. <laughs> I, was, uh, I always really liked Legal Eagles. It's like Regal Beagle. <laughs> the bar in yeah, company. That's first off. <laughs> Do you remember that Rod Stewart song from Legal Eagles? No. Love touch. How does it go? It's like, who you gonna get it? Who you gonna get it, baby? Oh, that's a good song. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good song. I mean, tons of movies. Law movies? Yeah. The Firm, The The Pelican Brief. The Firm is very good. Yeah. Or, you know, A uh, A Time to Kill. A Time to Kill. The Client. The Client, even. I, I just want to tell you about my dream. Okay. I had a dream that Barry Weiss and Tori Amos had Thanksgiving together. And I learned this through page six. And the way that I read it was I was at an airport with like a really long escalator. And like every so often there was a landing with the news story, like another paragraph. <laughs> 
So it was like a come down. It was a sinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing it was just like the bold faced names and I was like, God, I wonder what they talked about. Was it was it I feel like you were connecting them in your mind because their names both end in I? Bari and Tori. Yeah, just and it's like a hanging eye. Right. It's like right. you know, you should have like an E or something. Right, right, right. That. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, no, it's like a funky. <laughs> <I>. <laughs> Speaking of page six, did you see the headline about Johnny Rotten? Uh, I knew, no, I saw that that Johnny Rotten was trending and I know that he's been like terrible recently. So I just figured it was a new thing. Johnny Rotten gets flea bites on groin after keeping squirrels in home. Oh, well, (laughs) that'll do it. He got fleas on his dick. On his dick. Flea dick. I looked down there this morning at my willy and there's a fucking flea bite on it. Wait, and there's another one on the inside he, of my he leg. Telling this? He's telling someone at the UK's Daily Star. He tells how he lets rodents into his home. I'm determined to keep my squirrel friends independent. There's no petting. If they want to nudge up, that's fine. But I know it's for a peanut and not because I'm lovely. He has problems, huh? That's how I feel about my cat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really true. He only responds to food and really like, you know... He's really, he does not like touch. Oh, Judy like drapes herself on me and like forces me to pet her. I wish he were like 10% more cuddly. Yeah. Um, he is very food motivated though. So he knows how to turn it on. <laughs> it's so ridiculous that he turns it on like that. It's well, like so you train him. Yeah. I mean, I guess through the repetition, he understands that or whatever, but I just think that it's, he's like really just like total fair weather friend. You know, and doesn't care who knows it. Um, do cats when they fart, does it make noise? Um, I think so sometimes, but you know, I haven't not him. I've never had a cat that's like made farting noises. I don't understand why some animals like fart and make noise and some animals don't. Like what? Judy burps. I've never right. heard But does she make noise when she farts? No, right. but but they're like she has like SBDs. Right, of course, yeah, yeah. But, that, but I feel like that's I feel like that's more typical some, of dogs. I know some, some dogs, dogs do, fart. but I they, feel like it's rare. Um, dog used to fart and poop all over the place, but loud fart. Yeah. Wow. I think maybe because its asshole was real loose. Is it loose or tight? I don't know. I think it'd be like loose. It's like <laughs> like that. But I would think loose enough. It would just like the air would just pass right through. But I think if it's like really tight, they're able to like open it softly, and it's like. And then they close it back tight again. <laughs> Consciously? Yeah. Like they're being polite? Yeah, like they're letting out like a, you know, they're just not like pushing it out. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a, an exhale. Well, I mean, you know, that's, <laughs> I can see it. I can before. see it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the sweetest taboo. <laughs> Is it a cat fart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that dare not speak its name. But you, I mean, did you ever see the farting wombat? No. That's like a human fart, like straight What's up. What's farting wombat? Is it just, but is it just one wombat or it's like all wombats do this? Okay. Well, I mean, it, I don't know what all wombats do, but I know what this one did. The treat. <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> wow. Did you know that this week the Pope, what's his name? Francis. Francis is making 
the first black man a cardinal? Yeah, for the I first time. I did. I got that the first. I the first time. How old well, is Catholicism? That, that particular post. No, is it cardinal? Cardinal. Oh, the post of cardinal. And it's cardinal. not cardinal something of something. Cardinal ever. First black cardinal ever. Ever. Really? Two thousand twenty. What? Yeah. I mean, and and Mormonism has been rightly criticized for its real late racism. You know, seventy eight. I guess like I just never. I guess people aren't just keeping tabs and then uh, on like who like diversity and in, in that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, they, they don't let women do it. Right. Exactly. African-American cardinal. That doesn't mean he's the first black cardinal. It means he's the first African-American. Oh, I see. He's the first. African-American. He's the first black. So we haven't had a black cardinal in America. Seems like no. Still ridiculous. But yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Right. I mean, honestly, they shouldn't even have like made the fanfare about this right. because before I just like kind of assumed that they were black. Well, I don't. Cardinals. Did they make a fanfare or did people report it rightly? Is bishop more than cardinal or is cardinal more than bishop? I think cardinal's more than bishop. Doesn't it go priest bishop? I thought it was like priest monsignor. Okay. How do the Jesuits come in? What are deacons? I deacon is like lesser. I is think. lower. I think it's like okay, a so it's communion hand or outer. Okay, so that's like daisies. No, maybe not. No, brownies. Think, yeah, but deacons can hand out communion. Um, no, you can't. I don't know if deacon. I don't know what deacons do. I think deacons <laughs> get married. More like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the first level is a deacon. Then it's a priest. Then it's a bishop. Deacon, priest, bishop. Yes, and Cardinal. then. And a bishop who moves to the level of cardinal isn't ordained, but handpicked by the Pope. Right, right, right. That's like his, they're his special people. And he also appoints Do bishops. people campaign? There has to be, I, they must campaign for it. It's got to be political. Be like a, it's got to yes, be political. Yes, of course. And you know that they're all like drama queens competing for cardinal, wanting to get cardinal. How do you do it? You have to like schmooze properly at a convention? <sighs> How do you how do you start how do you put it in the know. air that you want to do? They be, socialize? Do they campaign or is it really just? I mean, they do socialize. I mean, but like with each like how is it like? There's got to be like organized socializing gossip networks. I'm sure. Yeah, especially now with texting these days, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> you know that there are some bitchy ass priests coming for each other. So is this the Catholic Church's Black Lives Matter? thing uh, cnn specifically said in keeping with the pope's concerns for catholics who have been historically marginalized the other new cardinals include men from rwanda brunei chile and the philippines so yes it is okay. it's diversity yeah. in the catholic church yeah. uh was this good i think so i think we hit on some important things okay. there was you know, i mean i don't know i believe in the sweetest taboo kind of like guess. I think it's cunnilingus. If you look at it, which is not the sweetest taboo anymore, but at the time, you know. I have a different answer. And you have time and context, but what's your answer? Whipped cream on her nipples? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or whipped cream on his penis. <laughs> Like they're licking whipped cream off each other. When I was younger, it's so taboo. When I, I feel like, well, I feel like there was absolutely a time when I thought all sex involves whipped cream. I, I me too. I just kind of understood that foreplay is yeah. whipped cream. And you like lick whipped cream <laughs> off each other. 
I don't like whipped cream, actually. <laughs> there was so much whipped cream in the 80s everywhere that, like, not totally. knowing anything about sex, of course you'd think, well, okay, so, you know, you <laughs> you do oral, and then you do whipped cream, yeah. and then you fuck, you know? <laughs> you could have even thought that. There's so much of it. <laughs> was it, like, invented kind of recently? Is that why it was so big in the 80s? It must have been. There must have been, like, some sort of joke or, or something... I don't know. Well, just like aerosol food was like a thing because aerosol yeah. cheese. Was that I, a 70s thing? I mean, in my grandma's house growing up, like she always had aerosol right, cheese. Right. I loved having that shit at her house. Right. Well, I, I'm glad they, that. Do they still make it now? Do they? Do people have sex with aerosol cheese <laughs> in the way that they do cream? with whipped cream? Yeah. So the sweetest taboo would be the savoriest taboo <laughs> is to put <laughs> aerosol cheese on your nipples. <laughs> You could make you could make a line of aerosol <laughs> sex food called the sweetest taboo, and then and then for the savory one you just like cross out the sweet and put savoriest yeah. ranch. <laughs> it's a ranch taboo. I mean, it's the same. It's dairy anyway. You know what I mean? It's not even like oh, you don't want to get that near your you know holes. Like whatever. Well, I wouldn't want to get whipped cream near my hole. <laughs> Me neither, like but I'm sure people sugar, did. Sugar. Yeah. I No. All right. So I imagined eventually like <laughs> that people were putting whipped cream up them and eating it out of each other. Like that's kind of what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> like out of a guy's butt? No. Vagina. Out of a Just woman's vagi- vagina. And then spraying it on a penis and sucking that. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. I've <gasps> seen it. Have you done it? No. <laughs> but it's certainly like been in enough porn that if you've seen that's been in porn yeah okay well i guess yeah everything's been done <laughs> yeah but i mean like it also like was i feel like i've seen vintage porn with it but i don't know actually where did i see it i don't that know that makes sense that makes sense to me it, i just feel like you'll get a yeast infection or a uti if yeah. it's like it's in the hole you but, know but i feel like whether that yeast infection comes it's gonna come whether it's via cream or cheese so that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> might as well do cheese <laughs> might as well <laughs> it's no different anyway so we're gonna do the bonus yeah what are we gonna do she doesn't know <laughs> it's either cheese or cream find out what about a cheese cream cream cheese i love cream cheese i put cream cheese in the mashed potatoes but cream cheese isn't exactly cream and cheese what it's not I don't think so. Sure it is. <laughs> cream cheese? It's so creamy and it's cheesy. <laughs> What's your like definition of I don't know. <laughs> creamy? I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking of well, okay, yeah, but but okay. Here's what I have to say to that actually. Okay. Uh like what cheese would go with whipped cream? What cheese would go with whipped cream? Well, I guess I I guess I brought it up. <laughs> okay so let's find out on the bonus okay <laughs> whipped cream pairing and so you can go to uh oh, patreon.com slash pot psychology you could also well what else could they do That's, leave us write us oh, a review and yeah. do that mm-hmm. you get that if you get it do it uh, just tap it. It's real easy. You just right. tap it. So that, you don't have to write a review either. You can no, just please, read it. Yeah, write a review. Um, thank you. Thank you.
Good night. Bye. If I tell you, if I tell you now.